powerful, powerful readings today, again from Isaiah and from John. And in this first reading from Isaiah, it said, the, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and he has anointed me, and he sent me to bring glad tithings to the poor, to heal people, check out the broken hearts, you know, give freedom to those who are captive. And as I was thinking about that, I thought, the prophets told us, you are sent, and you're sent by God. Now that seems strange to us today, and it shouldn't. Because imagine this, at each and every one of your baptisms, I've got two baptisms tomorrow afternoon. At that baptism, we're going to take holy oil. It's going to be the oil of catechumen. And we're going to put it right here on the child's chest. It's supposed to be like a shield. It's supposed to be armor to keep evil away from you so that you could be out and do the good work of God. It's also, this is kind of creepy, it's also the oil we use for an exorcism. So the oil of catechumen is used to cast out demons and to make sure that our children are safe as we grow up to adults. Why? Because we are anointed as a priest and a prophet and a king. That's the second anointing. Priest, prophet, and king right on the top of your head at baptism so that you can go out and you can spread the good news. Sometimes people will say to me, well now, isn't that really the job of the priest? And I said, well, yeah, but you know, there's one or two or three or four priests in your parish. At this parish, we have 12,000 parishioners. Can you imagine if each and every one of us went out and proclaimed the good news of Jesus Christ, the difference we could make in this community? But if you leave it up to four celibate men, yeah, you know, it's just going to be kind of okay. That's the challenge of this gospel. And then in John, it said, a man named John was sent by God. He came to testify, to testify to the light. Now, I'm done asking you to look back at your own baptism again and, and remember this stuff, but certainly you've been at enough baptisms that you've seen this. We do the anointing, we do the anointing, and then we get out that huge baptismal candle, the Easter candle. Why? Because at your baptism, they said, receive the light of Christ, and they lit your baptismal candle from the Easter candle and gave it to your godparents. Receive the light of Christ. In other words, we are called to see the world differently. Why? Because we walk with the light of Jesus Christ. And that's another unbelievable thing. Imagine this. Every day of our life to journey in the light of Jesus Christ. The church believes this so much that the last time we burn the candle is at a funeral. So from your baptism until your death, you are called to walk in the light of Jesus Christ. And John is foretelling this, and he's saying, I am pointing you to the light, the light that is Jesus Christ. I'm the voice of one crying out in the desert. Make ready the highway. Make sure that it's a straight highway. Why does it have to be a straight highway? Because a straight highway is the shortest and easiest highway on which to drive. And in all of our lives, he's saying, if we are anointed, if we follow the light of Christ, and if we stay on that highway to God, you'll be much safer. You'll be much more likely 
to follow the easiest and fastest way to your salvation. Today is Letare Sunday. Letare Sunday, as Rex said, it has about rejoicing, rejoicing. It actually goes back to also, we're halfway through the season of Advent. It's the third candle, not the second one. It's the third candle that's lit. And it tells us that we have made it this far and we will make it to the celebration of Christ our light, the light of the world. So let us today, amidst the craziness of our lives, especially right now, let us realize that we are called to bring hope. We are called to bring light. We are called to bring Christ into our communities.